Previously on Tomorrow's End. Uh, dude, in the in the Southern game, you absolutely have to have them find a running, completely operational, the place that's open during hurricanes. Waffle, waffle House. House. Thank you. Yeah. The Southern group needs to find a Waffle House. All right. Welcome to the holy place of the waffle. <laughs> <laughs> they worship waffles. Yeah, because, it on. is now a cult. Those things survive. The yeah. cult of the waffle. How did humanity get here? I just can't remember. The rest of the world didn't know why the end had come. They'd heard on the radio about an attack on the states by either Russia or China over dwindling resources. What we knew was that the world was going to end. A crazy man named Morrow had a plan to save the world. Many teams were frozen in vaults deep underground safely tucked away from all the bombs and nukes flying and the asteroid that would finally end everything. They were supposed to wake up 25 years later and help pick up the pieces, but something went wrong and everyone woke up a lot later that they woke up at all. Cultists, criminals, madmen, They've been living and thriving through the radiation and destruction the entire time. Some good people also survived. They held on to hope by spreading stories. Stories about tomorrow's end. So, for the sake of radio, I'm taking my headphones off. I'm going around the table. I'm going to poke him in the side and walk away. Okay. <laughs> Near here, there is several places that look like the buildings were basically log cabins were built. Mm-hmm. And there's some of them that look like that there there's obviously an operational sawmill because actually sawn wood and like colonial style homes and buildings have been built. The straight across what from where you're at, 75 through here has already been looks like it's been torn torn up like dividers and things you can walk across it easily there's no traffic really going across it oh that's weird all the vehicles and stuff are kept down by the gate okay. in fact and you notice this, there's no vehicles at all in this area I think our best bet is to go back to the vehicles and see if we can find an inn near them um there is there is one where the truckers are allowed to stay. That seems like the yeah. right kind of people. Yes. Yeah, we've we've made inroads with them. Well, and they they have knowledge for things. About yeah, them. and there's favors we okay. can do. Right for them. next to the parking lot is actually a bunch of uh, different buildings set set up that are designed for the a the, the delivery. Basically, truck stop. the truckers and everything. I want to know yeah, what the, the post the except for that's the shop looks like, Tim. Rusty. <laughs> Yeah, probably. No, I, I know what Will's doing. He's looking for the CB shop. <laughs> you think? So, And there's a functional Burger King across the street. Of course there is. <laughs> no, it's no. Up, but you can recognize the remains of the building as a Burger up, King up because there, they're, oh, they're always the up same. Up there, it's not a Burger King, though. It's probably a Dairy Queen, and it probably is still functional. Oh, my God. Down oh, south. There's no Timmy's. And it's painted blue. All right. Where you guys are parked, there is some um, buildings where basically an inn where any of the drivers and things like that can rent for the night. You notice, though, directly, and I mean straight to the east, you see the mass of a tall ship. Nice. Like as an operational? Uh, yeah. Well, damn. Huh. That's uh, that's not expected. Yeah. Noted. 
Um, so you yep, guys have all day to explore. Well, uh, I don't know what you guys are up to, but I think I may be able to be of assistance with the truck. Yeah, let's let's play Grease Monkey with them for a while. And, you know, that, okay. that maybe I'll buy some... Maybe I'll take a nap. Or go a drive, hot bath. Go drive Guy nuts. Um, ooh. No! Guy? Guy, can no. I sit in the front seat with you? I, yeah, only if you could find me a Timmy's. I mean, God, we can we go look. God, we might up here. We can go look. Or Poutine. Let, let me sit in the front seat and be navigator. <sighs> There's no room for navigator. Drag you guy along on a shopping trip. Make him hold your purse. <laughs> I'll sit in your lap. There you go. Make, make guy go shopping with <laughs> guy, you. Guy, can I come sit in your lap? He does not want to leave the vehicle. and he, He's trying to figure out how to keep Charlie from getting <laughs> in the front of the vehicle. I climb no. slowly up towards the driver's seat. You're going to eat my brain. Crawling on my hands and knees. Pulling the, the, the hatch right above him now and he's ejecting. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hungry, guy. You see him scramble up like a squirrel. Guy, I'm kind of hungry. Do you want to go find a Timmy's? Oi, Timmy's? Where? <laughs> <laughs> Timmy's are holy places. Then let me up there. Charlie's no! going full lot lizard here. Just about, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a chance to talk. Tell me about yourself. I can smell Canada from here. I'm going to run. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell Canada from here. It has to go in the intro. Absolutely. I'm going to run. to go in the intro. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, seriously, what are you guys going to do? you got all uh, an entire day, basically 24 hours, uh, I'm gonna, to explore uh, I'm going to go put my heavy equipment mechanic knowledge to use. Yeah, I'm going to go help with that. I'll get my, I'll get my tool set. To I'm going to wander and observe people this okay just like fixing farm alls back home you guys uh, okay you guys could just go straight to the one dude uh the the the, the truckers you yeah. know yeah we'll start there okay and and have, us to the other one. introduce us to the mechanics okay you guys head over there and start doing that and they start introducing you thanks um charlie if which direction are you gonna head i swear um, guys like one of those navigators from dune west okay as you head west you run into basically what look like homes. And there's like a couple of homes and then what look like the remains of an old world home. And then a couple of homes. And it looks like what they've been doing is they've been tearing down anything that was the old stuff and trying to use the basically the resources. Okay. Um, the only thing that you see left over anymore are like foundations. And it looks like every open lot has been used for farming. Or at least, like, growing food. Um, you you see some lots being used for, like, goats and stuff like that, sheep. Um, as you get to the, uh, the far fence, where you guys were when you first came around, there you see, basically, the remains of the Mackinac City High School, and it was looks like it's been set up as, like, an administration building. And that's the building that the gentleman was going in and out of Near the fence. Okay. Okay. There, there's about 20 people here. They're milling around, uh, doing things. You don't see any vehicles. You don't see anything. Well, there's a couple horses that are tied up. There are... Um, basically, people will be walking past you towards like the building that you guys were a couple blocks north from here. The main building and then coming back. But one of the things you do notice, there's a working light 
on the outside. Interesting. Electrical light. I'm going to kind of just wander up to people and um, that are milling about outside and say hi. Okay. Um, about half of them don't want to talk to you. You find about the other half are willing to do small talk, and only a couple of them actually will strike up a conversation. Those are the ones I want to talk to. Okay. Um, there is one young lady. She looks like she's barely 18. And an older gentleman with her that's ca- actually carrying a bunch of stuff. Uh, do you need help carrying that? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Thank you. It's uh, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. Here, uh, careful with this. And then I hand her, like, two or three of the smaller boxes. All right. Where are we going with it? Uh, follow us. We got to go back to the trucks. <laughs> I want to go inside the building. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Okay. You caught them going out. So they want they they're tra- they're carrying a whole bunch of stuff back. So you're going to just strike up conversation with him while you carry stuff? Yes. Okay. You find that he is sh- everybody knows him in town because he is the uh basically he's the town handyman, mm-hmm. but he's not you can tell that he's incredibly socially awkward in every word that he tries. You almost think that what he's doing is he's intentionally keeping his vocabulary very small when he talks to others. You'll see him almost when you ask him something, like he goes to say something then stops and then uses simple words like, uh, over there. Instead of, oh yeah, that would be around the corner in here. You, you see that he knows what he's talking about, but he's struggling to reduce his vocabulary. So, you're a pretty smart guy, aren't you? That causes him to frown a bit, and he no, says, "No, I, I'm not all that smart." Okay, um, I'm just curious about like this area. What what sorts of things do people do around here? I trade. Okay, that's cool. They trade things. What sorts of things? Uh, the, the goods, goods from the island. I, I, um, the things from other traders, ones from the roads and on boats. So. I noticed there's a lot of construction going on. That's kind of nice. People have fixing. warm homes. Yeah, we're fixing the houses up. Uh, lots of trees for wood nearby. Helps a bit. Lots of trees, yeah. You, uh, <laughs> you, you talk a lot, lady. Yeah, I tend to do that. That's kind of my job. What's your job? I, I fix things. I'm pretty good at mechanical repairs. I... I <clears throat> Uh, fixing things if I take them apart careful like uh, sometimes things with wires even. By the time you guys you can tell he's fighting trying to not talk to you but he doesn't want to be rude and a couple of times he slips and uses words that immediately gives you alarm that he may not be from this area. In fact you're almost thinking he's not from this era. I know you think I'm being obtrusive, um, and I don't mean to be. I just haven't met many people that were willing to actually have a conversation with me since I've been back. I'm busy, lady. Sorry, I'm busy. Um, I, I don't have time for your psychological... I, I, be, I don't have time right now. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't want to um, get into your brain, get into your head. I just would love to have a sim- simple sit-down conversation with somebody and not talk about war and killing. I would just like to have. Are you wearing like uh, what you were? What you have been? You you haven't been wearing the actual coveralls and everything else. You've been wearing the stuff you guys bought at that one 
you guys you you guys pretty much look like natives, not Maro, right? I have the coveralls underneath, but yeah. I'm still rocking okay. a, a fairly Maro ish look. Uh given the weather, I probably have a poncho of some sort over all of my stuff. Um Okay. You guys notice while you're working on the semi truck because of where you're at, Charlie walking with somebody and they're carrying stuff. They get all the way down here to buy the trucks. And while he's trying to argue with Charlie, he spots the striker. He drops absolutely everything in his arms and then runs to the north. Thanks, RJ. You scared another one away. (sighs) Nobody wants to play with me. (laughs) (sighs) That's either a concern or it's not. Um, I better follow him. How about anybody else? I'm going to let him go for now um, and come back to him later. Um, is the girl still there? Yes, she is. I'm going to offer her a chocolate bar. She doesn't know what it is. She still says nothing. I'm going to open it and take a piece and eat it and then offer her a piece. Okay. She takes the piece. She puts it in her mouth. You see a very big smile. And she makes sounds of happy. I'm going to hand her the rest of the chocolate bar and smile and say, Hi, my name's Charlie. Well, she takes the chocolate bar and she starts eating it. Um, oh, damn it. <laughs> She's a mute. She might not be able to speak. Oh, she there might be go. mute. Okay. Well, RJ can't tell you that because RJ is currently about a block and a half right. away. Right, right. But, uh, chasing the other I, I guy. Can. You see him go into a garage and pull the door doors closed. All right. Well, it's daylight. Limits my options and I don't necessarily blend in here. Uh, oh no! What, uh, what do I got? What do I got around this garage? Do I got windows? Do I got? Uh, they're windows, but they're shuttered. The shutters are on the outside, of course. Uh, there is a one garage door. It's uh, less of a garage door. It's more of like a barn slash garage with a, a barn door on the front that basically is split, opens uh, to the left and to the right. Basically, my shop. If you go all the way around to the back side, there is a what looks like a service door. Hmm. I shoot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> We're never well, going to live that down. My, <laughs> my big concern here is, you know, if he's not from our era, there's two options there, and one of them's bad. Um, but uh, better not. I, I better not get popped on a B and E on our first day in town. <laughs> right, right. It's not illegal if you don't get caught. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I, I've I'm really good at stealth. I've rolled on it once and failed miserably. Uh, <laughs> And I've got the shovel to the face sound effect ready, so. <laughs> Sweet. I actually have the story of how that was done. I'm going to knock on, I, I will <laughs> knock on the service door. All right, RJ, when you knock on the door, you hear something inside, but nobody comes to it. Uh, is there a window by the service door? No, but there is a window halfway down between the outer edge and the service door, and it's shuttered, so you could open the shutters from the outside. That would be a little hostile. That would be a little on the hostile side, but. Really do need to have a chat with this guy. You could Kool Aid man the door on the wall. Here a while. In, in no. due time. You don't have to have a chat today. Well, I, I'm just, I'm just concerned because there's one nightmare scenario here. Um, if he was going to be hostile, he'd be hostile already. No, but if he's, <laughs> ah, never mind. I won't give Tim ideas. Give <laughs> me ideas. I like ideas. Yes, but you use them wrong. Okay, so with my girl, does she understand me? You can tell she understands me, right? She nods a lot. Mm -hmm. And if you ask her something, like to go get something, she will. 
But she says nothing. Okay. So I'm going to ask the girl, um, is that your dad? She shakes her head no. Do you know him? And she nods. Do you work with him? She nods. He's not from around here, is he? She shrugs. <sighs> okay. Um, can you show me where he lives? She nods and starts walking to the, to the north. I'm going with her. All right. I pull a note. You guys get... <laughs> okay. Start leaving a note. <laughs> All right. You guys, uh, Charlie, you follow this girl north about a block and a half, and she points at a building that you see RJ standing in front of writing something. Oh, Jesus. Dead ends and stuff. Okay. The note reads, Good sir, I have a feeling we should talk about a few things. Mean you no harm or ill will, and I'll keep any secret you need kept. Sincerely, RJ, you'll know where to find us. Leave it to the door. Shout kind of loud, leaving a note. Please read the note. Oh, my God. <laughs> read the note. You see RJ... You see RJ yelling at the building. He's new. <laughs> Forgive him. He's new here. <laughs> I know that guy can read. Okay. And I'm going to leave it at that because I'm not going to break into this guy's house. And I'm kind not going okay. to try and trick this girl into letting us in. It's kind of bad form. Let RJ walk away. And I'm just going to kind of sit down around the other side of the building to where I can hear when the door opens. Okay. The girl gets bored and starts wandering off. Good. What are you doing, RJ? <sighs> well, at that point, were we in a pretty good spot with the truckers? Did we do the little fixes yeah, yeah, and tune-ups absolutely. that we could? You did some adjustments. The fuel pump actually increased the fuel delivery, and it runs a lot Brought better. back some memories, I'm sure. Um, yeah. So, gents, um, this rig, this diesel you're running, that's uh, vegetable diesel, right? Well, it's made from food. That's what they tell Potatoes, us. Potatoes, probably. I don't know. They don't show us that. Gotcha. Well, there's some things we can do to make it run better and uh, and run better in cold if you want to. Well, we don't drive them in the cold. We wait for the winter to pass. Well, we can, we can make it run better overall. If okay. you give them an upgrade, are they going to be able to maintain it? I'm going to teach them how. <laughs> I'm at critical failure three fucking zeros they cannot learn how to do this at all <clears throat> truck explodes as Will's talking to him about what he's going to do one of them just bursts into flames <laughs> just <laughs> damn it Zeke not again the stupid it burns literally sorry shouldn't have given him that whiskey the uh the, you, you try to explain anything and they do not understand. Hmm. But if you start showing some of the things you can tell they're getting. I'm guessing there's a couple of mechanics in the area. There's actually a couple. And here's the fun part. He said, yep, they're, they've got a couple of little places just north here, about a block and a half. Well, maybe I would, would be better off teaching them. Because that way they can do it for you. Well, if you'd be so kind as to introduce us, right, you know. Okay. And Zeke starts walking north. I'll follow. As you're walking north... You meet RJ walking south. Where are you guys going? Uh, going to meet the mechanic. Awesome. Think I'll come too. So RJ, you turn around, you start following him. And sorry. <laughs> nope, that's fine. Back to the same. They start walking Back up to the same and house again. They turn and walk towards. He said, "Yep, they live in this one and that one." When meeting new cultures, the happy-go-lucky, stupid American does get you a little ways. Stupid Canadian would go further. I'm all out of sorry. Yeah, oh, I no, just want to know sorry. where the fuck sorry. the fudge is. On the oh, island. Oh, don't say fuck the fudge. <laughs> fuck the fudge. It's on the island. 
Yes. Although there there are some fudgy places around here that they don't have the secret secret of the That's those giant cold stones. So, Charlie, yes. you now see three people walking towards you, Will, RJ, <laughs> and Zeke. This is where I paint the hole in the road and disappear into it. Because <laughs> this <laughs> turned into a Looney Tunes. Well, in all of my experience dealing with other cultures, especially in a military capacity, you either have to come off as uh, either as threatening as possible or as non-threatening as possible. So we'll go for the latter. That was what I was thinking. Well, Zeke starts walking towards the houses, actually towards the middle, stops and just yells out, Jonathan! Svensson, are you guys out? You hear nothing out of the left one? Actually, hold on. Where you guys are, you guys hear nothing. Um, Charlie? Yes? You hear what sounds like a metal door closing inside the place that you were stalking. <laughs> stalking is a um, intrusive word. ugly word. <laughs> Casing, perhaps, is closer. I, I'm just waiting. The other... Okay. <laughs> well, you hear what sounds like a metal door. Interesting. Closing. The Zeke looks and goes to the other building, the other garage that's near him, near that one, because there's two of them right next to each other. The other one, Zeke walks up to it and starts knocking on the door and saying, Svensson, I know you're there. I haven't seen you all morning. Eventually, a tall, thin, very Scandinavian-looking man opens the oh, door. It's going to be great to hear Tim do the accent. That's an ableist slur, sir. You need your vroom vroom of 60 fixties? Um, yeah, I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> I got to find someone who can do that. Um, yeah, no accent. Um, he looks Scandinavian, but he sounds just like all the other guys. <laughs> totally. Makes yeah, sense. What, what, what? I was feeling sick. Oh, yeah. And he introduces you uh, to Svensson and he, he, he says, just stop. Just call me Sven. Well, Sven, you can call me Will. Um, I hear you. You fix these rigs. Yeah, I'm one of the mechanics. Well, um, a long time ago, that was was my job, too. And um, there's a few things I know that maybe you haven't seen before that might be able to help you. Did you learn at the U? Something like that, yeah. Hmm. I don't know if the place is still there or not, but I, I, was, I was at a place called Fort Custer a long time ago. Fort Custer. Fort Custer. I've heard that before. I don't know where. Anyways, I know it's not around here. No, it's it's quite a ways down south. So, what are you trying to fix? Well, um, this morning we met uh, Zeke out on the road, and his rig wasn't running right. And uh, we figured, well, you know, come up here and maybe give you a hand and see if we can help. Okay. Um, he's. You guys start talking about a few things, and you mention a couple of things. And Sven seems to understand what you're talking about. He's never heard the terms before, but he's, I think I know what you're talking about. And he wants you to show him on the truck. That's probably the best way to do it. So okay. we'll march our happy asses back down there and march in the square. We still have the lurking Charlie near the, the house. Yes, I'm still here. Or I'm just waiting for the house to okay. be empty. And you guys notice that there's a fire. <laughs> and charlie walking back going i didn't do it i didn't do it fire what fire so while you guys go back and start working on it uh sven actually understands what you guys are doing and he mentions that he's never seen that technique before but he's heard about it um that there is the 
the men in that read that are allowed to read the books down at the U, he's seen some of what you're talking about. Sven, can you read? <clears throat> Very little. I um Very little. Hmm. The pictures work easier. Okay. I may ha- not as good as Jonathan. I might have something for you tomorrow. I'll have to look and see. Okay. And then when I get back to the rig that later that night, I'll check and see if I've got Haynes manuals on uh, heavy engines that I can print out. You've got every, sing- every single one of them on the e-readers. I figured. I just didn't know if I had for the heavies or not. No, every single one of the e-readers, for the most part, has every single... F- well, you can load them from the, the main server, so you can customize it specific or just give them as the thing full, completely full of all everything. Well, he mentions that if he has any issues, that Jonathan knows more than he does. And you you heard... Caught that he mentioned at least twice that Jonathan can read. Jonathan is my guy that I'm stalking. I mean, Correct. that I'm waiting f- to leave, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jonathan is the guy I left the note for. She admitted it. It's stalking now. <laughs> Slip of the tongue. Charlie? Yes. You hear a metal door again inside mm-hmm. that home or garage. And I need you to give me a percentile roll. Roll better. 50. Oh, on the nose. <laughs> you swear you heard, you hear a door open and close that's not metal, more wood. Okay. And it didn't sound like it was inside. All right. I'm going to sit here and wait just a little longer to see if he's actually left. Okay. So you going to look to see? No. No, because he's um, he notices things. I'm going to wait. I'm going to just sit here and wait. Well, not with that roll. He's not going to notice anything. All right. How long are you going to wait? Uh, ten minutes. Okay. If you wait ten minutes, you're going to go like around to the back service door? You're going to go to where? I'm going to go around to the back. Okay. There's that wooden door there. Is it unlocked? No. There's You pull on it and it opens. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. Um, RJ behaves, but Charlie doesn't be any. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. There was no breaking. Just entering. There was no okay. breaking. Just entering. It's unlocked. Um, yep. I'm going to open it slowly and cover myself so I do not die if there's a bomb. <laughs> oh, I yeah. like my legs. You didn't check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're fine. He did not put a grenade in the door. And then I'm going but to... But I didn't think about it. Damn. Go inside and see what I see. Okay. You step inside, and it looks like a garage. There is something big under a canvas, a olive drab green canvas tarp. It's large. It's taller than you. It's about, from what you can tell, about 11 feet long. And about six feet wide. And about as tall as you are. It's a V-150. Squarish. I'm going to kind of peek underneath that. Okay, you lift it, and you see a wheel. That's what I thought. You keep lifting, (laughs) and there is a vehicle underneath there. It looks like it's a Humvee. Okay. I'm going to put that back down and keep moving on. Okay, there's like... Tools laying around, some old ones, um, some very old ones. You can see that it looks like someone was trying to make tools. He's got like a, almost like a, a hand drill press 
Uh, Will would be very impressed with this. Um, but you notice that the, in the corner towards the back, there's a whole bunch of things stacked like wooden crates. But you notice that the f- ground there has a metallic sheen. <laughs> there's the metal door. That's what I was looking for. Um, I'm going to see if I can find a way to get into that. Okay. You you find that all the boxes of the wooden crates there, they're all empty. So they move easily. And yes, you are looking at, well, after after the you guys emptied all of yours, you're looking at a bolt hole. Well, not a bolt hole, a uh, the lid to a cache. Oh, built his house on top of a cache. Kind of smart. That's what I figured. Is it got anything in there? You can open it. <laughs> well, I mean, I should probably assume that he's emptied it. Or at least he's raised the... Or it's got an alarm. Open oh, it. shit. Open okay. It. Open it. Open it. Open it. Open <laughs> no, it. I'm not going to open it. Um, I'm going to radio back to Will and say, Hey, Will, um, we need to talk. Uh, hey, Will, you're working there with Sven, and the radio, you hear it because it just went off. Sven t- stops and looks and turns at you and goes, What was that? It's uh. It's a communication device allows us to talk over a long distance. I'll I'll show you more later in a few minutes. Let me let me get back with this and I'll 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 be right back. I'll key the mic. Um, we'll have to do that in person because we can't really do it over radio here. That was the idea. Um, okay. Can you meet me in about a half an hour back at the inn? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna take a little bit of a quick walk around the rest of the place and see if there's anything sitting out that looks interesting to me. Yes. You found, basically you're moving a few things around, poking around. You found a pelican case, a black plastic pelican case that looks like some of the things you guys would get weapons in. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to open it? Nope. Okay. And you have found a couple of modern tools. These are not like look modern tools that look like they've been repaired and they're 150, 200 years old. These look like they're less than 10 years old. Okay. Oh, what man, specific- Harbor Freight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have they been greased? Because, yeah. <laughs> what specific tools are they? You found a basically a socket set mm-hmm. that looks n- pretty darn good. And you found a torque wrench. Ooh. Something that should not have survived in any yeah. way. Okay. Anything else? Other than that, just uh, you find a lot of other things. It looks like this person has been collecting a lot of left behind old world tools and is trying to repair them and clean them up. And has, from what you can see, he, they, he's tried making some new ones, but he's not. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the resources to do that. Okay. So I'm going to quietly leave and head back towards the inn. The whatever, the inn where you yeah. guys are I do want to staying. specify I put all of my tools away. You know, I just leave them out? If you want to just stay there and work, I can go deal with this. Okay. Is there is there still stuff to work on? Oh, yeah. This, these things <laughs> are mess. semis. <laughs> okay. I'm certain. When, when you started <laughs> right. RJ doesn't really want one. to stay and work. He wants to know stuff, too. 
<laughs> when you guys started working on the one, Sven would say, well, what about like this? And he'd go, go over to one of the other ones and point out something. And you guys are pretty much going to have the understanding that all of these things are steaming piles of crap. Keep working on stuff. So hey, as long as there's not a, yep. as long as there's not a Peter built in there, we're okay. <laughs> they're, they're great trucks, but you can't get parts for them, especially now. <laughs> mm, that's true. This is the truck that Peter oh, that built. That literally is where the name come from. I know. He was a guy that left Kenworth. Yeah. And just, you know, well, who built this? Peter did. Oh, that's the name. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's really how it happened. <laughs> all right. You guys are back there. You're going to be like in the area where you can eat and all that stuff. You're going to be in the room. It's probably in the room. Um, We'll check the hallway first, make sure there's nobody outside. So there's at least one person here that is former Mara. I'm not surprised by that at all. Okay. He's um, Jonathan, and uh, he's trying to make sure nobody knows. That's well, but, yeah, yeah. like way underground, way underground. Yeah. Well, Doc was hiding a lot of what he could do, and it's basically a protection mechanism, I would guess. He has a Humvee in his house, and the house is built on top of a cache. That doesn't surprise me at all. I wonder if the people here know more than they're saying. I'm almost certain. I'm relatively certain. One, the bridge is still standing. That mm-hmm. shows a massive engineering ability. Um, two, I suspect there's a reason this is here. I think there's a reason that they're being as, as secretive about the island as they are. Um, they've got electric power. They've got, you know, they've got a sawmill somewhere. So there's some people with some ability here, and it's probably our people. Do you think this is like a safe house type thing for Morrow? Maybe. Um, It's not in the computers, but that doesn't mean anything. Well, after a certain time, it kind of became impossible to put anything in computers. Well, right, right. But it's also the fact that um, we don't have the cache locations for anybody else, just ours. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a really good chance there's another team up here somewhere. And this is a really logical place to put one because, you know, everything kind of narrows down up here. This is the narrow spot across. If the bridge did go down, this would be one of the first things they want to re- rebuild. They definitely want an engineering team here. <clears throat> yeah, that's my thought. It's probably, it's probably either an engineering team or it is another, it might be another science team. He has been out a very short amount of time. His uh, tools... There's no rust. There's no nothing on him. He may not have been. He may have found a cat. Oh, right. Yeah. The cat cashy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also is trying to build tools. So if there's a way we can let him know, maybe we can help him. If he's trying to build them and not being terribly successful, that implies to me that he's not necessarily an engineering team or he's some other kind of engineer. He's yeah. He's trying to repair and rebuild old. Uh, he's got a drill press, but you'd like the drill press. Like he built a drill press, or he found an old one. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tim. It looks he found an old one. It looks built. Oh, it looks built. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we can definitely help out. All right. Well, that was the guy that I was following around. Um, his friend is the mute girl. He's the one that dropped his stuff and took off running. Yes. Yes. Because he recognized the vehicle for what it was. Yes. Why would he run? A bunch of reasons. Um, he could have gone AWOL. Uh, his team could have gotten wiped out. Um, there could have been, somebody in his team could have gone nuts. And it, there's, there's a, a number of possibilities there that you would want to at least bide your time 
to reveal who you are. One more thing. Um, he's hiding something in that cache because when I was sitting outside his house, I could hear a metal door open and close a couple times. Um, I did not open the door to see what was there. Well, but you probably went down to the cache and locked it because nobody's getting into that. That could be. That's It doesn't get a lot safer. You know, that's a good safe hole. Yeah. That way, if somebody came in, they they wouldn't be able to find him. He's just gone. Okay. Well, I thought you should need to know. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. You should probably let RJ know at some point. Yeah, I'll head back and let him know. Okay, so I guess I'm going to hang in this building while y'all go work on that truck and see if you can talk to that guy. You're going to hang in that building? I'm going to hang in this building. That's exciting. <laughs> because I was going to make a particular effort to watch for uh, if everyone I could see of your little um, death camp was all in the same spot so that I could get back to my garage and work on not dying because you're all nearby. Mortar. It's warded again. That's why we're not all in the same spot. I'm also not going to be able to tell right away that you're in said building. So uh, I'm probably going to make the attempt to... Basically, I'm watching you guys work on your... You're working on the striker. We're working on the rigs. Oh, you're working on the right because you've got you've got the you've got the devices over there. When you look at the striker, you see that the striker is pulling a large, uh, what looks like a very large trailer. Right. On basically near the tra- uh, trailer, or did you guys park it on top uh, the Mac? No, we're right there in the lot with them. Okay, the Mac is there's the the Mac park right next to it, and on the striker you see someone who's looks very very Canadian to you that's doing things on the striker oh excellent um, looks like someone who's yeah uh, a walking man bear yes it looks like one of the locals but this this local like a hunter is hanging around with these people yeah I'm or mm, or pikeys mm, okay okay let's see I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at what I may or may not have on my person considering I am now 1,000 percent on edge. Luckily, I know this town pretty well. So, yes, you do. So I'm, 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 my, my bobbing and weaving between buildings was completely intentional bobbing and weaving. I knew which alleyways I was headed for. Zip around, and I'm going to come at my garage from the back side, because I probably have like a fold-down ladder or something to be able to get to the roof. Okay. All right. And uh, I'm going to perch up there and see if I can keep an eye on everybody. Okay, so you're going to sit on the roof, on the roof, or up in the rafters, where it's like you're inside, but you can look through, like, the vents and things like that, or you're just going to be on the roof. some sort of aerial venting, because garage fumes. I could see see getting in on the rafters. Okay, hold on, hold on. Do you have a cupola up there? Yes, you do. The top of your garage actually has one of those little cupolas, so you could actually even be kind of hidden in that. Excellent. That's shiny. Um, for for uh, for anyone trying to get a visual of what my character looks like, he looks like the kind of person who um, may or may not have machined his own rolling mill to make his own tinfoil hats. So this is completely on brand for me. So yeah, I'm gonna hide in my rafters for a minute. Okay. Okay. So you're watching, or are you just hiding? Um, I'm watching. Mostly, I'm mostly I'm looking at my front door, looking to see, looking to see if any of the grime in the room has been shifted around. Oh, okay. So you're looking at you came in through the top there, and you're looking around. Basically, I'm 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 looking around at my gunk, seeing if there's a nice spot to land on top of that's not the Humvee. Yes, you do. And do you see? Are you looking for any evidence if someone's been there? Um. Yeah. Sure. Just just generally getting an eye on paranoid, making sure that 
like making first of all making sure that the cache is still closed. Okay, roll percentile dice. Tell me the number. Uh, oh, are we are we abusing observe on this one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got a forty nine, so I'm I'm within my observe. Okay, you got four successes. You were looking around the the doors still closed. Which you, the things that you are most concerned with all look fine. Okay, cool. That's what I'm worried about. But as long as nobody's breaking in. When you're that. looking around and you were feeling, you know, okay, nobody's been here. Nobody's been here. You notice that the tarp that you have over the Humvee had, was moved because one of the tires is now exposed. Sketchy, but I know I'm probably overthinking this. They're probably not smart enough to get in here. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and drop down. Okay. All right. So you're inside your garage area. Yeah. Uh, I make my way over to the radio over in the corner. Yes. And I start flipping through frequencies, uh, basically trying to see if they've got any chatter that I can pick up on. Okay. Well, you're flipping through the frequencies, and when you start flipping through it, you basically, by your own habit, you pull out the little notebook that you have, and you have it open, and you're, you have where you write down all frequencies that you've detected anything. And to remind you of any of the Morrow frequencies. Mm-hmm. And you start monitoring some of those. You are getting right now a very strong, almost full strength. Well, actually full strength, a carrier that is basically a data carrier frequency right. that is designed for IFF transmission for Morrow. Lovely. Am I able to do anything with that? Well, you can you can receive it and decode it. All right. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, see, seeing as I think I'm by myself, I'm going to go ahead and go make sure that my door is firmly bolted shut, and I'm going to get to work doing that. Okay. And it's very easy. You just plug your radio into the um, the little Morrow laptop that you have. You fire up the software, and it detects, and it says, yes, friend, MI-S05 is the designation. Hmm. So you know that this is a science team and Michigan-based. Okay. Okay. So, not what I was expecting, but guess I'm not as surprised as I, anybody else might be. So, science team. I, I, and I muttered myself, science team? Why is it a science team? Oh, no, that, that can't be quite right. They've got, a, they've got some sort of, they've got one of the mechs there. I'm a science the shit out of some things. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's, that's, that's not right. The engineers and the Mars team's got mechs. What are you, what's going on here? And I, and I go to flip through a couple different notebooks and I start, um, I actually pull out, I've got a couple pseudo, pseudo hand-drawn, pseudo pulled from other older maps that I've cobbled together that I've got little X's all over for various things. Well, I've, I've, de- I've decided that I now know that they are a science team uh, and I, and I now know that they are probably here for something them real something uh if they're a science team they should be sciencing not recon going around mm-hmm. looking for things that's true so now you have you have a morrow radio you have a morrow laptop you have an active beacon you could do you have computer skill i do um you could try to connect to their network <laughs> they are pretty close yes i'm going to do that i'm going to go ahead and try to connect to the MISO5 network. Okay. Go ahead and try. Give me tell me what your roll is. Um I rolled high. 
Uh, that's not high. Above your skill? Uh, it is above my skill. Oh. Oh, hey. Um, that That's an 18, not an 81. I yeah. can't read. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, oh, you got a success. Yeah, that's awesome. That's even better. You got one success. I like it when it's success. Perfect. All right. I'm rolling for Guy. He's screwed. Guy is currently listening to Nickelback at full volume. Excellent. So his mind has been completely clouded. No. He thinks that um, he's cool. He's actually listening to Celine Dion. You may or may not be looking <laughs> at this photograph. Oh, it's Leon, and I love her. You have a connect, and you have a login prompt. Will and RJ, how far away from the striker are you? you guys? Are still over at the truck, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. So, that means the only person who can hear it is Guy, and I'm keep rolling for him. And so, you know, I'm, I'm in theory, I'm guessing probably 50, 60 feet minimum. I'm, a, I'm trying to understand my roles. Did you guys stab pencils in Guy's ears before you left? <laughs> no more than usual. I okay. mean, he's listening to Nickelback. There's only so much you can do. Okay, because he can't hear shit. Um, okay, you have a login prompt, so you're going to try logging in. Are you going to use your credentials? Um, I happen. I, I'm going to. I'm going to actually ask you if among the things that I would have been able to vamoose with would have been credentials of other people on my team, or at least knowledge. Um, of. Yes, absolutely. Okay. When you vamoosed, uh, you grabbed what resources you could. You don't have them anymore because as they failed and everything else, but being someone who is a bit of a tech and data hoarder, because you've got tons of these notebooks and things, plus you're, you're, you, you pulled actually the SSD drives out of the damaged um, gear, uh, gear that was left over from the vehicle when you had a chance. You could go back and you pull it out. And I've been using those as spare storage, among other things. Yeah. Right, right. But you haven't been deleting the information. You do have your communication officer login information that he used on his on all of his stuff, which means that's the main login that it was for your guys's vehicle and everything else. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and use our communications officer's communication system. All right. Hold on a second. Unless you have a name for your communication officer, I can generate one. Um. Oh my God. I had one. He was going. Uh. I. I actually had like a short list of names. Um. Yeah, he was he was the one that ended up doing the. I I I don't have it. I I remember his last name was Gordman. Okay. So like, throw him a first name and do a thing. Fred Gordman. Fred Gordman. I like Fred it. Fred Gordman. There you go. Meet Fred Flintstone. Okay, so See, I, your I communication officer Gordon, was Fred so. Gordman, and his login was one two three four five. Wow, I everybody uses that. Tomorrow's End is played with the Morrow Project version 4.0 game system available from Timeline LTD at www.timelineltd.com. We also use with permission the ambient sound collection from tabletopaudio.com. Check them out for a ton of ambient soundscapes for your tabletop RPG sessions. Until next time...